Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to the Man on the Post podcast, the Euro Specials number three, I think. Before we get going, I want to thank Chris for doing a one-man show uh, on Tuesday. Uh, if anyone listened to that, it was actually really good. So maybe that's something we'll look into in the future. But anyway, I am your host for this podcast. I am Ross and joining me as always is my trusty sidekick, Colin. Hello there. How are you doing? We've also got Greg and Mr. Tom Lana. Hello. All right. How you doing, guys? And yeah. we've also got a guest uh, all the way from the footballfamily.co.uk is Mr. Tom Jacobs. How are you, sir? Hello. I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, good. Good, good, good. Are we all, we all Team England? Are we all feeling good and patriotic today? Yeah, it was left late, but uh, yeah, feeling <laughs> yeah, good now. Wasn't at three o'clock, but <laughs> come four, I was fine. <laughs> so we'll obviously start with England. They beat Wales. Colin, you must be over the moon with this. Our biggest advocate of Team England. I am, but I've been sort of slightly against England. But hey, you know what? Three points, isn't it? No, it's more than that. <laughs> this, this is it. This is the start. Oh, here he is back. Yeah. No, this, this uh, is the start. Okay, we've been through this before, Colin, haven't we? Really, <laughs> every season this happens. Have I England? England. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just face us. Right now, this is England. Now we we found it now, haven't we? We found it. Player player four one five against the Slovakians. <laughs> no. We know that we're able to beat any team that puts in front of us a defensive team. Right? So this is us. We've found ourselves, haven't we? I think the biggest thing we've learned so far is that Raheem Sterling shouldn't be anywhere near the starting eleven. Yeah. Oh, it's incredible <laughs> that he even played again today. I cannot believe it. Unbelievable. Yeah, that miss in the first half. He should have buried it. And then he, he just he just continues to just run into defenders and not make a decision about what to do. Just, uh, I'll run really fast and hopefully that'll be enough. Kind but of he needs... does have plan C as well, so it's, it's a new thing. Yeah, he's surrounded by slightly better players for City though. He kind of gets away with it a little bit. <laughs> Andros Townsend must be sitting at home just thinking, what yeah. am I doing here? Like, why? I've got a lot <laughs> of this? hatred of Andros Townsend. But... I, I I always was against him, but I mean, in the end, for Newcastle, he turned it on, didn't he? And, he, you know, he must feel a bit aggrieved watching yeah. Sterling. He was on form towards the end of the season. I would have had him in the squad, at least for another another winger. Another winger, basically, rather than having to play Sturridge or Vardy out wide. But Roy, kind of, I think he might have realised that it wasn't going to work what he started with. So he had to make the changes at half time and he brought on uh, Star. It was nice to see positive changes as well. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? And then even more positive yeah. bringing on Rashford later on as well. Yeah, Roy's never really been a particularly aggressive attacking no. manager, has he? But it's nice to see bringing, on, bringing three strikers off the bench yeah. in the game. I think that's the, thing that's the a... end of um, James Milner's in the career, doesn't it? 
It surprised me that Rashford actually came on. I think you know Lallana was doing pretty well. I mean, I wasn't quite keen that he was in the team, but like the first two games, he's been a bit of a nuisance, isn't he? I know he doesn't, mm. you know, he doesn't score, but he he puts in a shift, and you know, it was, it was positive to bring Rashford back on again. But yeah, Lallana just... was the best player in the first half. I think he was getting himself about, and he was putting balls in the ball for that Sterling should have scored from came from Lallana and. Rooney played well again in that holding role, well not holding role, just the, the creative midfield role. Yeah, I, I thought he was. I thought Rooney's been brilliant, really, considering he's playing in that position that he's not really used to. And yeah. um, the trouble is now with with the Slovakia game, Dyer's just sort of been sitting there and sort of protecting the back four. I don't know if he needs to be a bit more like creative or whether we put Wilshire on. Or I mean, I'm not a massive Wilshire fan, but he does have a little bit extra, doesn't he, than than Dyer going forward. And mm. I'm not sure really. You shouldn't need yeah. to sit back against Slovakia, but someone's going to have to mark Hampshire, I'd assume. Yeah, they'll put they'll put someone on him, so we'll see. I guess it I guess it will be Dyer and Ali will have a sort of freedom to roam again, but mm. we'll see. It's 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 hard to say that changes need to be made when we we're unbeaten and four points are in the bag, but Sterling <laughs> cannot start the next game. He, can, <laughs> he cannot. He can Kane in my book. He's, he's just snackered. Yeah, he's he looks done in. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, just, he's, he's got to remember he went to a tournament last summer, didn't he? Yeah, with the under twenty ones. So that's you know a good two two years worth of football non-stop. Yeah, he's hardly missed a game for Spurs, is he? Exactly. The difference is he doesn't. The one strike of the ball for England as well, does he? Where no, he, he keeps, keeps dropping as well. Just gets the ball and runs with it until he either scores or loses it. Yeah, for England he doesn't really get the ball as much. No, he keeps dropping deeper and deeper, and that leaves no one in the box where he should be. It's the same old problem that we seem to have when Rooney was the the main striker as well. They just get kind of a little bit isolated. But I think he's getting the balance right. I mean, the fact that we have to bring on sort of strikers and play them in a wing role as opposed to sort of just it's, it's strange. Like, I mean, if you need out and out wingers really to play that position, or rather than bringing Sturridge on a wing and Vardy mm. on a wing, or you know Rashford slotting in somewhere. It's just it's tough really. But I mean, we're not really playing like that and. And Kane deserved his chance, but now I think he can't start the next game. He's better coming off the bench. Uh, maybe start Sturridge, I'd say. I mean, Vardy, again, probably better coming off the bench, I think. Yeah, um, I'd, I'd go with Sturridge starting, definitely. He looked good when he came on. and He he just he has, he wants to shoot. That's what he wants to do. He wants to get near the box and have a shot, and that's something that the rest of them haven't really done so far. But uh, oh, so, 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 Sorry. Yeah. Have, have I just watched an England game where we've won convincingly... And no. people that are being <laughs> downbeat about it. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, part of a 90-second minute winner is convincing. <laughs> Where the well, keeper should have saved it. Yeah, keeper beating his near post. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I think England have actually clunk click got into place now. They, they, they know what they're doing. I, I don't know what all you doom-mongers are on about. It's like, you're like... Oh yeah, well yeah, whatever. And you might want to say that about France or other teams like that. But bloody hell, England were pretty impressive. I thought we had a lot I mean, of the ball, but didn't do anything with it. Which yeah, well let's yeah. let's pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. England were great. I can, I, I can kind of see where Colin's coming from. I mean, we've got a very distinct way of playing that all the players seem comfortable with. Yeah, and all we need is just you know. What has been our problem in the last two games is that we haven't taken our chances, mm. and it did take that having someone like Sturridge 
who's um, on the pitch, who's always on the half turn uh, around the box, uh, and he's a good finisher. And suddenly that way of playing becomes a bit more uh, efficient beforehand. Yeah. Um, you know, with Kane having to drop deep when you've already got Rooney quite deep, and you obviously we brought up Sterling and about how ineffective <laughs> he's been. Yeah. Um, but we do seem to have a, a, a way of playing that, you know, when you have someone a bit better in the box, can be quite effective. Mm. So I can see where Colin's coming from. I wouldn't be as optimistic as he is, but <laughs> um, there are signs, there are shoots of, of, you know, something that could maybe happen, maybe a semi-final place, but let's not go not, not too far gonna, yet. We're not going to blow teams away. No. Well, I disagree. I'd say that we probably are a team that's going to go out and win 3-2, 2-1, know, try and outscore the, I mean, op- uh, uh, the opposition because we can't defend. I think we've shown <laughs> that for the last year or so. No, that's that's um, what I mean. We're not going to be a convincing 3-0, 4-0 sort of team. We're never going to... like. We're never going to do it the easy way, are we? We're never going to have a game sewn up like, in the way where you see a team like Germany or Italy yeah. be ahead and think that's it. You never feel that comfortable with England. Having said that, I mean the the goals that have gone against us. I mean the Russia one was a you know last minute you know, set piece and yeah. and the the Bale goal. Oh, it, that it wasn't even a good free kick. It, not in the slightest. It, it was okay, but heart was awful. Yeah, that, it's pretty it's pretty any pretty keeper in the Euro should say that. Goal, I mean, His footwork was abysmal. Really was. And if that doesn't, go, if that goal doesn't go in, then it looks a lot more convincing, doesn't it? I suppose obviously the game changes and you don't bring on two strikers, maybe. But ah, hmm. uh, I don't know. I mean, that they're two goals that have really not. We've not really been exposed to such have we in the first two games. We've just had two sloppy goals go in, and yeah, that's probably a positive in one sense that really we haven't, you know, been torn apart yet. But did we go into this tournament worrying about Cahill and Smalling massively? Yes, I think now we're in this competition. We're thinking they look pretty steady, actually. We've played Russia and Wales, though, Colin. I know, but the, the, but, but who they else haven't made them any <laughs> foul ups? Not yet, no. But if we finish second in the group, for instance, we'll play maybe France or Germany or someone like that. Who also worried. haven't been very impressive. Oh, Germany. I've... Well, yeah, you give them that in one game, but France struggled in their last two games. Too late goals to win. No one. This tournament's here for the taking. Mm. No one's really running away with it. Yep. Everyone seems to be struggling for goals. No one's really going all out attack. And I think the first. I said the other day. I think the first big team that that wins a game three or four nil will go on and win it. Yeah, I think you're right. Actually, yeah. It, hopefully, I've got more money on the Germans. Hopefully, that's the Germans tonight. But we're not going to spoil that this week. Let's move on to the Northern Irish. They have got their first European Championship win. Gareth McCauley and uh, McGinn. I want to say Niall McGinn. That might yeah. not be right. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Uh, in absolutely torrential downpour. It was... Did they stop it in like the 56th minute for hailstones or something? Like yeah, that? I, I it was... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ian McIntosh yeah. tweeted that they were hailstones the size of Sabutio balls. He <laughs> 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 wasn't far wrong, actually. <laughs> they were bloody massive. So yeah, the players went off for about two or three minutes and they were all wringing their shirts out in the tunnel and uh, and they came back on and Ireland just looked comfortable. Ukraine had a lot of the ball, but going forward, Northern Ireland looked really comfortable on the ball and had more shots uh, on target, tested the keeper more and 
it works in the end. That's it's impressive for them to get a win, especially you know against Ukraine. I mean, Ukraine are not you know, the best team in the tournament, but they're still a tough team to break down. And you know, McCauley, the second oldest goal scorer in like Euro history, he's thirty-six, well. isn't he? So, yeah, brilliant header. I mean, he was left unmarked, wasn't he? But yeah. um, it was still impressive. They've only got five Premier League players in their whole squad. Um, got from Fleetwood, haven't they, Chris? Yeah, yeah. They have. <laughs> if you look, if you look at that side today, you had. Uh, Kopilianka and Yarmolenko up against yeah. two League One fullbacks. I mean, well, Aaron Hughes hasn't even got a team. He's, yes, he's currently unattached. So, I mean, that's and he how must like be, he must be early forties by now. Just, that's how desperate um, their team is, and and they've gone and won two 0 And it's, it's it's amazing, really. And you know, they took the goal well at the end. I mean, I know it's a rebound, but. Um, and I thought the keeper made a good save towards the end as well for Northern Ireland. So yeah, I thought they were impressive. Dowie loved it, didn't he? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, <laughs> he was giving it stacks. Aaron um, was great in his Fulham days, wasn't he? That yeah, was seven or eight years ago. <laughs> he's a, he's um, a character though, isn't he? Dowie had. <laughs> it was a, the second goal that um, uh, Josh McGuinness. That was a beautiful bit of skill, wasn't it? Mm. Where he just shifted from left to right. Obviously, an interesting fact: eight and a half years ago, he was on. Uh, he was uh, making his professional debut as a goalkeeper, <laughs> and, now uh, and now he's and now he's centre forward. Wow, he's, uh, that's something. That's a crazy are. transformation. Yeah, that's, that, that trumps Jamie Vardy's one for me. Yeah, <laughs> it was a, a fantastic result, and it showed that he made um, four or five changes, didn't he, from mm. the um, from their first game. Yeah, he brought uh, uh, Stuart he, Dallas in, he, who's a really attacking winner. Yeah, and he got rid of his talisman, Lafferty, as well. Yeah, I mean, he was trying to do everything he could to score, wasn't he, in the yeah. first game? Overheads on his well, own. Is, um, can, can they get a result against Germany now? To, to sort of, you know, Can they just put 10 behind the ball and get the draw? Or can, uh, it's going to be hard to see, isn't it? But... Yeah, well, if any teams put out for it, it is this Northern Irish team who are so well organised. Yeah, yeah, defended really well against Poland in the first game. Struggling. They look like they enjoy defending. Yeah, which is odd with Johnny Evans and Gareth McCauley. It's the West Brom of uh, <laughs> football, isn't it? Craig Cathcart, yeah. Wow. So let's uh, talk about some other games that have happened b- between our last record and this one. Um, let's go to yesterday, France and Albania. Uh, Albania won my hearts in the first game against the Swiss. How did they perform against France? It was two late goals, wasn't it, for the French? They Defended yeah. and defended, and they were. You know, they started off slowly, mm. and they, then they started to smell blood at the first, at the end of the first half. Nice. And then uh, hit the post early doors in the second half, oh. and then it just all, it all came. It was just all too much. Oh. Uh, Pae was just, he was running things. He was in, incredibly impressive. And it, to be fair, Deschamps made two big changes um, by taking, taking Marshall off. Um, and he brought on Paul Burr and he brought on took off Giroud and brought on Griezmann and that changed the game mm. really yeah, did quite a ballsy decision to drop Pogba and Griezmann to begin with really wasn't it but yeah Kingsley Coman has, as me and Adam talked about him in last week's podcast he's really an exciting attacking young player and he's only 20 years old I mean the the strength and depth France have got in the opposition to the final third is mm. outrageous yeah it's <laughs> just it's exceptional it how Pyatt has taken this by storm so far. I must say by storm, but he's been really impressive. It's just one massive season for him. He's just come into this tournament full of confidence. It makes a massive, massive difference. And they've got 
at the Coman's got a funny career path, and he's sort of at Juventus but on loan for Bayern Munich for two years, and then they've got he's an option. PSG as well. Yeah, he started there. Not and, bad well, breeding, is it? That? Yeah, he's got. I think they've got a twenty-one million pound option Bayern to to sign him. I imagine they will. No, I think they will be taking that up. Yeah, fairly yeah, quick. Um, yeah, it's brilliant, but. I mean, they they haven't been convincing, but they've broken down teams throughout the match, and sort of they had twenty two shots against Albania, which is you know, ludicrous. <laughs> so, so you know they got the two goals in the ninetieth minute and ninety sixth minute. So, but you know Albania, considering what they are, they've performed almost admirably, haven't they? They've not they've not been great, obviously, but yeah, yeah, they've been hard to sort of break down. So. And then uh, the other game was Romania and the Swiss. That finished one all. Uh, Stanku with a penalty, and then Mohamedi. Mohamedi. That was it, that was he hit that proper. Yeah. <laughs> he really caught that. I've missed this that game was, completely. Uh, um, you did You missed nothing oh, apart really? from a penalty and a fairly <laughs> good, good half volley. <laughs> Not and a few there. yellow cards on there for four, yeah, four yellows for Romania. Nothing happened. <laughs> Fair enough. We can skip past that one pretty sharpish then. <laughs> Um, what other games have we got to talk about? Russia and Slovakia, was that? that good was game, that. Monday? That was yesterday, Wednesday. yesterday afternoon. Um, good, really, quite a good game, actually. Um, Slovakia's two wonderful two goals players, by Slovakia. Yeah, Vice. Really. Um, plays in the Qatari League. Yeah, that's an odd one, isn't it? Yeah, uh, the first player this Euro is based outside of Europe to score. Oh, nice. Um, and that was a, a, a good hamsick ball, mm. uh, followed by the worst defending. <laughs> um, it was, I, I heard defenders. it. I read it. I heard it described today as um, two fire engines going to the wrong fire. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> pretty damning, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Both both centre backs taken out of the game by just one simple cutback, one simple drag back, and they all just wow. carried on running. Um, <laughs> Laughable stuff, um, and that was a nice finish. But then Hamsik's goal wasn't that a bit special? He's a yeah, he is such player, a talent. Yeah, I mean, will he will he make a move from sort of Napoli now? Or well, it's he's hard to see because they had him and then they had uh, I can't remember the names of the other two guys. Levetsi and uh, Cavani. Uh, Cavani. They were the, yeah. they were the big three. Yeah. FIFA fifteen, I think it was FIFA thirteen. Yeah, online they're a, a Qu- yeah quality. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Um, you'd think that he's you know he's plays for a, a Napoli a big club but he could probably play for bigger couldn't he because hmm. he almost got the goal of the tournament on Saturday yeah or Ben Davies yeah <laughs> ruined it <laughs> damn you Ben Davies <laughs> but I mean he Napoli are big enough I mean it's not exactly a bad club to play for is it I mean they're playing pretty well in the, in the Serie A but I just think he, if he's going to make a move to the Premier League or, or elsewhere it's probably after this summer, I would have thought, but it's, it'd be interesting to see. Yeah, you can see quite a bit of money spent in the summer. I think West Ham could possibly cash in on Payet as well. Like, well, they just signed for Gouli, didn't they, from uh, Valencia well. on a free. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, if they're going to bring him in, I mean, he's not a like-for-like replacement, but it's another no, exciting no. player, and they might they might uh, let Payet go for the 40 million or whatever that he will command at 29 years of age and, mm. and cash in, I suppose, so... Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, definitely. So, coming up in the next couple of days then, before our next podcast, as soon as the fixtures load on my computer, tomorrow we have got the Czech Republic taking on Croatia. Uh, anything but Croatian win there, guys? 
Uh, no um, go for Croatia. Yeah, you can't with that midfield. Mm. You can't look past them really. But you know, there's odd things have happened this tournament already. In Czech Republic, Czech Republic did put in a good fighting performance against Spain. Yes, yeah, they held them off for a long time. Colin, what do you make to Croatia versus the Czechs? Colin's dropping that we're still not talking about we're not talking about England still. still I think. Yeah. <laughs> He's, he wants to talk about Gary Cahill. I, I don't have a particular flavour on these teams. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. It's all about next Monday for Colin. If they're not managed by a bloke called Roy, he <laughs> don't care. Doesn't just does not care. Fair enough. Spain and Turkey. Uh, it'd be interesting to see who Spain start with up front in this one because I thought Nolito was terrible, um, and Morata, although he got a lot of chances, just didn't put any of them away. There's no other options, though. No, Adri's just getting on in years, isn't he? Yeah, you'd see him more as an impact player off the bench. I know he does, um, the, the, the pair of Nolito and Morata is the favoured one by mm. Del Bosque, probably because Nolito did have a good season. Yeah. Um, and he's kind of that a, quite a big, powerful front man in Morata with someone who's a bit more technically gifted. Mm. Who's never in <laughs> So I think you, they, they'll probably stick with those two. Yeah, probably. I mean, Spain's Euro record is incredible. That's what comes if you win tournaments all the time. They've lost against I think they'll grow into this tournament as well. Yeah, I mean, they absolutely dominated the Czechs, didn't they? It just took them a while to get that goal. But yeah. They're they're one of two defences that, looking at it, I would trust. Mm. Them in Italy are the only two that... Defensively, well, well, sound. an awful lot of defending either, considering their midfield and the way they keep the ball. Yeah, did you hear that quote? For, I think it was um, who it was on the, the, the during the Spain Czech game. They asked if you, what superpower would you have, and uh, I can't remember what player it was now, but he said I'd, I'd be in the Esther for a day. A day, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just to see what it's like. And then also tomorrow we've got the Italians taking on the Swedes. I'm really looking forward to this game. Has anyone oh, seen that video? Zuri versus Slatan. Oh, God. There's a video oh. on Facebook of how the Italians defend as an entire team. And they, they move as one, basically, and they cut off passing lanes. It's beautiful to watch. Uh, if you haven't seen it, I'll, I'll link you all to it in a bit. It's it's fantastic. They look really we've good against that. Belgium. We've got yeah, that. forward to the Premier League next year. <laughs> before the uh, before the start of the tournament, the squad just looked like not appalling, but it just didn't look great at all for an Italy side. And you thought, where where are they going to get their goals from? And you know, Pella is obviously a capable striker, but he's not in the top like five or six at the tournament, isn't he? So yeah, um, it was hard to rely on him. But as I say, they do defend incredibly well. Conte is definitely going to bring something to to Chelsea that will uh, definitely shore things up, and it'll be a bit more like Mourinho in the in the first. Uh, Instance, I imagine, but we'll see how it goes. But I think it'll be really good for Chelsea. Could see a three-five-two in the Premier League. It could be unheard of for be a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the yeah the, the goal, the, the second goal in the first game, that was one of the most handsome goals I've ever seen. Candevra to Pella. That's a that's a, a, a pretty handsome goal. That is two of the most handsome players at the tournament scoring combining to score. I still don't think his hair's real. What pillars? No, it's, it's always no it's perfectly <laughs> formed, perfect for ninety minutes. <laughs> it is, it is crazy. I don't know if he just uses a ton of hairspray, or whether he just you know, just sticks it on in the first half, and and that's it, like a Lego head. But 
It's one of those That's Elvis crazy. plastic wigs that <laughs> yeah. never moves. Uh, but yeah, that, that Italian, well, back four, isn't it? The three centre backs and Buffon. It just shows what playing together at club level can do for you. They just yeah. know what everyone's going to do and where everyone's going to be the entire time. Uh, and then before we record again, we've got games between Belgium and the Republic of Ireland. Belgium need to up their game. And you'd, expect there to, you'd expect there to be a reaction. There needs to be, yeah. Um, and you'd expect uh, probably Ireland to probably cop it. Um, <laughs> they did. They, they did play well against Sweden, saying that. Um, yeah. But and uh, you look at that Belgium side. They they've got. They must be good. Surely. <laughs> They're a team of individuals, though. Yeah. Just that, eleven individuals, isn't it? Like, it's just. It doesn't seem like they can play together properly, and I, I quite fancy Ireland to do them or get at least to get something out of that game. But yeah, because it's the epitome of a team against eleven individuals, isn't it? Lukaku yeah. was woeful in that first game as well. I mean, yeah. the demand like sixty million in the summer. They, well, they reckon that he. I still see him saying that Everton after this. He's just he was awful the other night, and yeah. so, so was Brian. I never seen him give the ball away so much. Yeah, every no, time just it's... passes inside, getting cut out time and time again. And Hazard looks Has... innocuous. He started okay, Hazard, but he just he didn't really get into the game as much. I actually thought he'd have a really good tournament after the back of sort of like his revitalisation at Chelsea sort of ended the season well for oh, okay, he's mm. back to business. But no, he was just they're just they were just awful in that first game. Yeah. yeah, they were just terrible. But we'll see. And then we got the hipsters' choice: Iceland versus Hungary. Well, Iceland looked pretty decent against Portugal. I thought they they defended well and they took the chance when they got it. They're not packed full of stars, but in Sigurdsson they've got a very good midfielder, and 37-year-old Arlika Johnson can still do a job, it seems. Celebrated like they won the cup, apparently, according to Ronaldo, but... <laughs> not bitter. <laughs> not bitter. Oh, yeah, it's just crazy. I mean, he just looks so frustrated throughout the whole game. Yeah, um, <laughs> I was actually quite excited, because because Nanny scored, and I bet about a thousand to one to be top scorer on a bit fair, so I just <laughs> I was kind of just hope he just hulks the ball like... One of them is just going to score. That's all that happens. Well, yeah, if they score, two, it's one yeah. of those two. They just shoot left, right, and centre. So I just thought I'll take the take the odds on him instead of you know eight to one on Ronaldo, who clearly just had an off day. But you know, I, I, Portugal. That everyone says they're such a bad looking team, like, but they've got so many good individuals again, like Jao Moutinho, you know, uh, Gomez, and Sanchez just commanded like sixty million euros, whatever he was, and he come on. I thought he looked quite lively. So I don't know if they'll sort of grow into the tournament like in the second game or third game or whether they'll just sort of falter I'm not sure but defensively you worry though 38 year old Carvalho alongside Pepe that's I couldn't, I couldn't believe Carvalho started I, I started the game and I had to just double check it was like <laughs> I was just like how is he still knocking about but and Pepe can just get sent off at any point can't he so, and everyone's begging him to get sent off as well no one likes him so there was a good chance of that in the Iceland game he tried to scissor someone from behind as he got taken down <laughs> so <laughs> he's always playing on the edge Pepe yeah, he's, he's crazy. But. but yeah, there we go. That's pretty much today's games and the last couple of days' games round up. And a quick look forward to the other games. We will be back with you probably on Sunday evening. Um, we'll definitely be back with you on Monday. So loads of podcast podcasts from us um, after the England game on Monday. Um, you can catch us all on Twitter at Man on the Post. Uh, I'm on Twitter as Rossbell1984. Colin is in a comatose state, but he's at Cast707. Uh, Greg, mm-hmm. what's your Twitter handle? Uh, Greg Kitchen. And Tom? Uh, Tom Lana, sorry, what's yours? 
Ah, uh, so Alano11. There you go. And Mr. Tom Jacobs, what's your Twitter handle? Uh, at T Jacobs Golf. You'll have to not judge me for that one. <laughs> there is a reason behind it. <laughs> uh, do you want to give a quick plug to the uh, football family? Uh, yeah, no, the football family, we're, we're trying to sort of bring it back. It's, it's an amazing site. Um, you know, there's sort of like 30,000 followers on Twitter, so we're just trying to get as many people on board. And if anyone wants to write for us, uh, let us know. We'd like to hear from you. So. There you go. So head over to thefootballfamily.co.uk. Manalapost.com uh, is pretty much uh, in hibernation, shall we say, until the new season starts when we're going to have some stuff actually going up on there. But make sure you download the show from Acast. If you're currently getting it from iTunes, then bin that off and get the Acast app and subscribe to us on there. Um, you will hear some adverts, but that kicks us back a little bit of pennies. So, you know, do us a favour by just down- subscribing to that and download the show from there. Um, if you do download the show from iTunes and you want to keep doing that, then leave us a five-star rate and review. Um, obviously, you can leave as many stars as you want, but we prefer five. If you're going to go to the effort, just make it a five-star review. So until Sunday and Monday, it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from Greg. See you later. Goodbye from Colin. Goodbye. Uh, goodbye from uh, Tom Lana. See you later. And goodbye from Tom Jacobs. Yeah, cheers, guys. And always remember to have your man on the post.